1: Welcome along to the wise podcast if there are any of you listening that is because morale is on
2: the floor from the in the stands I uh, did a poll you know on the, in, did, in, in on the, the changing rooms. and said so we bother on Monday did you I and did I, I, when I last checked it was about 70 30 in favor of no <laughs> so.
1: well you could have you could have shared those results with me earlier
2: I might not have bothered
0: yeah. we're past the point of like where you can have a bit of a laugh about how bad we are like it's just we, no one wants to hear it anymore do they oh, yeah.
1: I'm, I mean that's the voice of Rory Fallows with me and Gareth Chris Thompson from A Love Supreme is here as well um, author uh, yeah. uh, author oh, no, editor of Love yeah. Supreme author as well so uh, he's already plugged his books with it. I don't know if we should let him do it again do it later later on
3: yeah, yeah we'll,
1: we'll, well we save we'll the best we could talk last about day. your book
3: <laughs> for. Half an hour instead of the game. Well, it was a nicer time, you know. We had the obviously the six victories over Newcastle in a row, but then sandwiched between those victories was some of the worst football I've ever seen. So you know, like every every pride, they say, pride comes before the fall, and you know the fall was always against Hull.
0: So, we could talk about that <laughs> if you like. But no, the worst thing, football you'd ever seen, until now. <laughs> until now. <laughs> until now. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: I I, I want to start straight away that something that's been, um, and I mentioned a Rory off air, um, something that's been on my mind the last few days. I mean, w- w- when people normally have a bit a bit of defensiveness in you, know, a little bit of siege mentality in you, don't you? And, w- and when the national press or fans of sides don't watch Sunderland just... Slag you off and say how bad you are, you're going down. You get a little bit defensive because you can see something in it. I think it's gone past that point now where you, you, you're at the point where you're agreeing with them. But um, what I do want to say is when people observe and they keep saying, you can't keep starting again every season, you can't keep starting again every season. We don't start again every season. Advocat tried to start again and didn't get anywhere. The Canio tried to start again didn't get anywhere. Now Moyes is doing it, to be fair. It just keeps coming back to the point where he had something to build on. And it's almost dismantled the team there. If Moyes was to go now, nobody would have anything to build on. No. Yep. Would there?
2: Because there's nothing there. Well d- and I not you just didn- look we all have like, you'd find another negative angle to well, go in at well, I <laughs> thought about that once. Well, so.
1: because like Yes, we are we all have twenty twenty vision in, in hindsight and stuff, but I keep going back to the just Sign Yedlin, sign and Villa. I keep as many of that side together as possible. If Kasri's not fit, make sure he's fit. If he's got a problem with his attitude, try and get to the bottom of it so that we start the season and we play with as many of those players as possible. Because let's not forget, right, before Allardyce had that transfer window, we were going down. We survived every year, we were going down. So evidently, that side was not good enough to dismantle. And start again, unless you were going to buy players who were going to improve the team. None of the players he's brought in have done that, have they? So we,
3: we
1: what, we're in a mess, aren't it. we? That's I mean, it. that's probably the understatement of the year. It's but... a
2: bad. It's a. I mean, again, hindsight twenty twenty and all that, but do me. It's a. It's a bad window that, and when, you, when you're looking at it at the moment, I mean, you're, we've had ten competitive matches this season, and Dong's shown bits.
1: Like he's got potential, but, which but, is what we keep saying. You don't yeah, pay thirty nine minutes. You know,
2: you could argue that on Saturday, Dong was probably responsible for both of the goals we've conceded. Um, in in many respects, because um, he didn't pick up Alan on the edge of the box, he was just standing randomly nowhere near there, nowhere near he should have been standing. I mean, I don't know where if he's why he's expecting the ball to break past the back post to him with the back part of the penalty area in the corner. I don't know why he's standing there. And. Uh, yeah I mean the, the first goal obviously he's passed it at the referee And then he's tried to play the same ball and given it straight there I don't know who it was who, who played the through ball It was but, a blind pass as well you Yeah didn't, he's, he's just, hit it, you he's just played minds, it across yeah. the box and he, in, in hope um, But it's almost a frustration that he didn't complete the first one He's tried to do it again without thinking And he needed to think again But there's a, again <laughs> you know, the situation You've got a young lad there who's trying to learn his way in the Premier League, when he's been playing in 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 League what, League uh, League One, whatever <laughs> you want to call it, um, football weekly over yeah, there, yeah. So, but yeah, that, that that's the case. I mean, but then, you know, coming back to, you know, sort of touching it in the bit wrote this week, for the for the Echo, which is out at the moment, which you can read online about, you know, this is the start for Mo, You know, I talk about this as a start for Moyes, but it's a start for Ndong, It's a start for. All of these players who've come in—it's their, it's their start at Sunderland, and it's all very well talking about patience and building, and you know, it's a long-term thing and all that. But for many of us, it's this isn't the start—it's it's near the end now. Like people are fed up. Like, you know, it's been going on for four—it's been going on for four years. I mean, probably longer than four years, four seasons. It's been going on where we've had to put up with. This sort of thing, I mean, Bruce had some bad spells where he you know didn't win for ten games, but oh, you'd love it Bruce now so well <laughs> I mean that spell that spell where he took what was it like two points from thirty or something at the end of that at, yeah. at the end of that is first full season in charge, you know looks um you know it, it's child's play, isn't it compared to what we've had to put up with since then, and tell you me I tell you what you look at some of the. Some of the garbage that we've had to put up with, it, you know, at home, like people just come to the stadium and like, and help themselves. You know, you're thinking that. Well, away from home, you're thinking, well, we might, you know, might do something away from home because the pressure's off slightly and they're going to want to come on here you and you might be able to exploit space in behind. But teams come teams away from home <laughs> would just look as equally as incompetent and
0: pathetic. And go away away from home to a side with a worse defence than ours. The keeper has one save to make all day. It's, it's
2: it's not good enough. I mean, to be fair to them, and I, I would agree with Moyes, you know, come on the game, you know, in the first half, I didn't think we were too bad for quite for the first half of the first half. I thought probably the first 25 minutes, I thought we were a better team than if We put them under pressure. Um, you know, Kazri looked bright and, and was trying to make things happen. to Ford, a couple of shots blocked out, and we created a couple of good opportunities. You know the midfield was functioning a lot better. You know Rodwell and and McNair were getting on the ball at least and trying to do stuff. And then it just kind of petered out. Obviously, you know going one down after five ten minutes. They kept going after it, but it doesn't matter how this well is what you happened, play. Though it is, doesn't matter how well you pl- like. It doesn't matter how well you play if your defense does what they did for that first goal and then for the second goal. It's just. You know, you're going to have to score three goals in a game to, to win it, two to draw. So. You just
1: feel like at the moment, don't we? We've seen that many relegations here, that many relegation, relegation battles, that we're in a position to to provide context to put levels of shitness on all of those teams. And this is this is 19 point season. This is 15 yeah, point yeah. season, without a doubt. There's, 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 there's nobody going to convince me. i would me say we're it's more 19
2: than 15 because there's players in there there's who should players, be better. There's better players. should yeah. be better mm-hmm. than they are. And you and
1: not. you think and you think maybe. In the winter, uh, a couple of teams might take eye off the ball and we'll be capable of maybe nicking something. But it's, I mean, have we ever, have have you ever sensed a sense of resignation this early, Chris, into the season?
3: No, Um, I mean, obviously we're we're not playing well, but, you know, have you ever seen an injury crisis as bad as this as well, where we've got so many players missing from key key positions? Like, I mean, Jillabodgi for a start, like, even the option to replace him would be nice but we haven't even got that option because we haven't, we haven't got the, the players at our disposal and that just goes back to the window again. And obviously we can discuss letting Kabul go because we don't know what, the full extent of what went on there, but even still it's like you have to have an infrastructure in place where if players say, yeah, I want to leave, you say, no, no, we'll... We I more sat more and money. watched
1: Kabul play yesterday and my heart was breaking in two. I couldn't the believe thing it. Is always he was just hitting everything away and he yeah. was like a
0: brick wall and
1: we let him go for off.
0: It goes back to that thing, though, we're talking about the summer window. If you're saying, if Kazri's not fit, make sure he's fit. If Kabul wants to go, make sure he's gone before the second yeah. game of the yeah. season. You look like, it. And so you can get a replacement in.
2: We've bought loads of defenders, right, So to be fair. So the counter-argument would be, well, we've replaced this player or whatever, but the, the rubbish, like, I mean, <clears> Denier. I mean, I mean like, you'd have to see him, him, him at yeah, yeah, centre-half, a, I think, but he's a bit of a... Uh, Carlos and he at right back, I mean, his left foot's for standing on it's when he's playing side left it was back. It's
1: a centre-half, I think. It's a bit unfair to judge no, him. No, it, it is. I'm
2: just, saying, but I'm just saying on the evidence, he's played there. He's playing ahead of Donald Love, who we signed, for obvious reasons. Billy Jones came back. You're telling me that the three, and I don't think... I mean, Mankey had a good game against Southampton since then. He doesn't like... I mean, it's he can't... He's really bad on Saturday. I mean, going after. forward, he offers nothing. Defensively, he looks... <laughs> I mean, stopping across cross, you can't stop across, which is a problem if you're a full-back. So you've got three players there in Love, Jones and uh, Mankeo and not, not, they're not better than the Edlin. Not, none of them are better well, than the Edlin. And the Edlin goes to Newcastle for like for three million yep. quid or something. I mean, what on earth well, is going is not, on there? This is,
1: this is it, and, and it's, 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 it's like a broken record now. You're you trying... You try and keep that side together because we weren't good enough without it. So unless you were confident the players you were bringing in are going to be better than the ones that were already there, and none of them have been. And who 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 was it? Where, where are we were? Ellis Short because Ellis Short <clears> isn't buying these players. And yes, he yes, it's down to him to be advised by better players and make better appointments, ultimately. But this is kind of that's almost freakish behavior. The amount of millions we've spent and yet. It's the same core players who, goes back who, to, who, who we that, long for on the The side. million the
2: million spent goes back to his the right right at the very start of his time at Sunderland and you know the amount of money he gave. You know he, he's given money to Keane obviously because he came in halfway through his his reign. He's, he's given money to. Um, he's given money um, there. money to, to Bruce. He's given lots of money to people who've messed it up, and then you're in you're in a recovery cycle. That's the and that's the thing. It's the fire. You know everyone who comes in <laughs> firefighting on the pitch and off the pitch. And it gets worse and worse because the more money that comes into the game that everyone else has got to spend, everyone else we try and buy gets more expensive, but our bank account, you know, the the leverage you've got in that bank account gets smaller and smaller because we can't get any return on the players that we've bought for far too much money, and then they're all sitting in there with the massive wages doing bot all. So we're in a situation where we're firefighting there financially and then on the pitch... The squad's terrible because we can't afford to spend the money on the players, and you know the thing is that once you've had a go at everyone, it always it's always going to come back to to short, and we'll probably hear this time last season people singing or about a month ago, you know, Ellis Short get out of our club, and Michael Gray getting banned from the, you know, yeah. banned <laughs> from the stadium. Um not to be fair, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, did you see his tweet? Yeah. Bloody hell. What went wrong in 15 what wrong years? And what's gone wrong in 15 years? Well,
0: it's really convenient when you put in players that didn't play together f- yeah. to suit your yeah. argument. And but five doesn't...
2: of them got relegated with 19 points. But yeah. then doesn't put
0: in the players that have played in this era as well. So he yeah. couldn't really, if he wants to play that argument, he could put Cabal in there. He could write Kony and put yeah. on form before before yeah. getting unsettled. I
2: don't yeah. any, but any, But, yeah. I mean, the, you know, it's a, it's a massive... You know, it's a it's a big problem, and I, I don't you know I don't think it can be solved by Ellis Short um, spending loads of money because we've done that and it hasn't worked. I don't think that I don't think the problem will be well, solved. What's he
1: going to say? David Moyes just give me some more money. And he, look, he looks at what he's just spent thirty and a half million yeah. quid on, and then he looks at some of the other players <clears> who can't even get in the game. He's going to say why? Yeah. Yeah. If I was That's him, a, I wouldn't kind of give him any more money. money is that?
2: He spent twenty five million pounds on. And Dong, Gillibodji, Love, and McNair, yeah. and then he comes into the office and asks for another fifty million quid to spend. Well, what are you going to come back? What are you going to buy? Yeah, with that.
3: I mean, the Gillibodji transfer, like, you can't believe it, really. By, <laughs> no,
2: you certainly can't. Like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like the amount of money you spent on him, the the amount of game time he had for Chelsea to actually prove that he's worth that amount of money, and then the performances he's put in at Sullivan since joining for that amount of money it's like what's going on here it's like signing those three um, South American players again like what, what's what's going on here like, I'd
2: rather do you mean, would you have a, would you have Virginie? Oh, I'd definitely have Vigini it. yeah, would not, you have Quartez. Even... I would yes, have Quartez I would have Quartez over Gilles he still
3: plays for us doesn't he he's still, a, on loan of Sport in Lisbon why is he, the Champions why, League, why <laughs> he on loan why, what's going on it's funny it's quite funny but it's also he's not. the thing a, very is the bottom line
2: Quartez is not good enough yeah and, we've, he's gone, he's still and he's gone, and he's still better than what we replaced him with, yeah. and that's the problem when you look at it. We get rid of one to re- to replace with somebody, and then we get one, and it turns out to be worse, and then we replace them, and that one's worse, and then we replace them, and that one's worse. For more money every and time. And the, the right-back well. situation is a prime example. You've got, it's probably at the moment a toss-up between Mankio and Jones, but you probably would have had Jones slightly heading the dreadful stakes at the start. Then you've got, so you have Mankio... And then Jones below him, and then Love below him, and then you know you'd argue that you know Yedlin's better than all of them. Yeah. But was y- is Yedlin better than others who was still or start start I don't know? Should build you a had statue had of, of like all-time all Premier League a appearance?
3: A side maker, side
1: legend, the m- side. Well, this wasn't last season. The way we finished wasn't the same as previous seasons where we had this like spike and the players yeah. just pulled out this unbelievable form from Norway and won games out of nothing. I would say that this was the first time, or oh, it could be maybe Poyet as well, too, there's a 14, where this was a side playing where every week and you thought they can sustain this if they keep a side. Build it from the back, straight away, bring the same right back end who played last year. Kirchhoff and alls out, even more reason to go and get one of the three midfielders who was playing last year. I remember us
0: saying it, make,
1: make sure if he has got an attitude issue or whatever, realise how important he was last but, season wait, but, in keeping us up. <laughs> We were going down without these players last year. We were going down without them. This Keep whole, as many of them together as possible and put your own stamp on the side later when you can. This whole Kasri attitude. There was no thing room though. for manoeuvre
2: there. The, the Kasri, or oh, he's, he's overweight, or he's unfit, or, he's, or his attitude is rubbish, has only come from the fact that he's been dropped and people can't understand why. So there there must be, yeah, you have to apply a non football reason yeah. to to that. To that decision, and that's that's why there's questions in those departments, if, and then those questions of him come to light, and then it's well, the reason you're kind of looking at it and talking about. Well, he gives the ball away too often, right? So none of them play then.
0: What more gave the ball away more yeah. than him on Saturday, and, and he loves and he, Watmore. Well he,
2: well, he you know, well he's you know, his, doesn't work hard enough or his attitude. Um, you pick Yana's every week. Uh, he just yeah. stands there and does nothing when he hasn't got the ball. So non, none of the none of the logical arguments that I put forward to for that football and decision ring true because there's no consistency in in in, in that attitude or that that approach to, to team selection. And this is the problem. You you know there's <clears throat> sort of a variety of debates over the weekend. One of them about you know Moise's situation and I tweeted an article from a, a content website, <laughs> <as you probably laughs> call it, which was actually quite good. Yeah, it was um, talking about David Moyes, and I, I wouldn't necessarily agree. With every aspect but it was kind of basically saying he's a busted flush was the comment and that's something should act now and get rid of him because you know for these reasons and he put forward some points that we've put forward on on the show um, and you know it it kind of generated some debate and you know the the bottom line really is that it's not all you can't pin everything on Moyes but the way he operates, he creates a situation in which he distances himself from the problem to the extent where he's acting as though A, he's nothing to do with it, and B, he can't do anything to stop it. And you've got a massive problem there, so <laughs> if the manager's basically holding his hands up. I mean, that comment actually, which really is quite terrible now, looking back, and about why he didn't take the Sunderland job when Allardyce took it, yeah, it, is because... He didn't think he could keep mm-hmm. that squad yeah. up. I mean, that is phenomenal. And this yeah. is a worse squad. Yeah. And
3: this is a worse squad. So I didn't read that till the, <laughs> the other day, and I couldn't believe it when I read it. I was like, oh, like as any manager or any professional who like prides himself on the on the ability to do a certain job, you can't go saying, oh, I couldn't do that, or I couldn't do I this. Know.
2: Like, where, what, what's the be- where's your belief in yeah.
3: your ability? It, it
0: shows a difference between him him, thing, him, yeah. him and Allardyce in Just as well, because there
3: was there was.
1: And, I was conscious of not making this show just, just us bashing noise non stop because of of course there are there are far deeper problems than yeah, that. Right. But um there was there was one there was one press conference, conference early on, wasn't there, where you came you, you read everything you'd come out with and you listened to everything you come out with and you just thought, well that's put a
2: bit of a downer on everything and it
1: seems to have just snowballed. Do you know what it is? It or seems did... to have snowballed from there.
2: He did a brilliant one, didn't he, around the corner thing? And it was like, yeah. blimey, mm. this bloke, he's come in and he's just laying the smack down. And he knows <laughs> that he's going like, right, this is what's happening. This is what I'm doing. And it was like, that's what you need. And it's all, I, I, I don't have a problem with the, we're going to be in a relegation battle comment because every team in the bottom eight is a rele- in a relegation battle. And we're not stupid enough to all believe that we're going to be outside in the top 12, right, with this squad of players and the team that we've got after last season. It's going to be a process to get out, get away from that bottom three, get yourself a bit further up the table, then next season you have another look, try and improve again, try and finish higher up the league. That's fine. But some of the other stuff, you know, to say, I mean, post-match, after the West Brom game, to say that's the best it's going to get with this group of players. Mm. You can't say,
0: what, what you are can't the play- say that. What do the players like, think when, when, when yeah. they hear that? The thing is, for, for me with Moyes as well, it, we've been saying this for weeks as well, about how there's no plan on the pitch. You, you could defend him a bit if you were like... Or you could defend decisions not to play Kazri if it was like, he's not playing Kasri because of this, because this is what we're trying to do. You watch it on Saturday, we can't defend. The, the, the goal's really a symbol and we're relying on... we Again, Pickford's kept the score respectable. Yeah. And then going forward, you've got this player up front who's a fantastic goal scorer, who you're massively over-reliant on. He touched he touched the ball sixteen times. Sixteen. 15 times for this player that we're massively over reliant on. You could at least give him the ball, You'd at least give him the chance to be dangerous, couldn't you? And we're not capable of doing that because he's setting up a team who are just essentially going out no. there to fail. We talked about in Dong earlier and about how he's all potential, but what hope does he have with Rodwell and
2: McNair next to him? The problem is, and Dong's got as well as well on a on actual football level, which you know what I, what I noticed, anyways, he's just get he gets deeper and deeper, and he's He's often... He wants the ball, which is great, but he's going to get it off the centre-back. There was there was a point in the first half where he went to get the ball off O'Shea and he got too close to O'Shea and then they were kind of got in the muddle and and Dong just ended up laying the ball off a yard to O'Shea and then O'Shea carried it into, into their half. So then... And Dong's your deepest player because mm-hmm. he's going yeah. to get the ball. And you can't... <coughs> when we've got the ball wide and we're looking to maybe work the ball inside for a shot or maybe... Bringing a, a midfielder advancing on, he's too deep. He's five ten yards deep. He, he's got to get. He's got to get further up the pitch because if you don't do that, the move breaks down and you give you're giving the opposition too much time to to organise, and, and and those positional decisions and stuff like that are going to slow the game down. And then that's a massive problem we've got. It's, there's no purpose with the ball. It's just kind of like you know. The, I think mean, it's a first pass that gets intercepted for the first goal is a prime example mm-hmm. of that. It's like a kind of lazy crossfield lollop to nobody. But McNair and Rodwell were the
0: same. When they got the ball in the opposition yeah. half, they're just
2: so ponderous in yeah. possession. They can't pass a ball quickly. Yeah. It's like they've got no... no. Like You've got to have an angle. You've got to have an option for somebody to give the ball. Mm-hmm. Beat, but there's no inventiveness, in even in the simple balls. And You've yeah. either got to have a bit of it you know, thinking, where's this person going to be? I'm going to play it in a space in behind this place because yeah. this guy will come on. There's not even want, a pass. want like a linear, perfect line pass where they can just hit it straight.
0: You're at the point with them now where you'd love to see them do a ball that doesn't come off, so you just yeah. go, oh, well, I could see the idea yeah. there. They, they don't even no, do that. They like, don't.
3: That's a cat trait, really. It's
2: like, at least cat always shows yeah, to the yeah. pass and he'll, yeah. he'll give you a little he tries bit of room. to do something, and sometimes he plays so he plays the fence-splitting passes, sometimes cat because he tries him. They don't try him. No. they want terrified. to terrified. They play the ball behind plays, yeah. Yeah. and then they've got to go backwards and receive it. And then come again and slow it down about five but seconds. But that that, that kind of that.
0: stuff you'd forgive a little bit if they were doing like good defensively. Yeah. But you look at the first goal where Alan's not tracked into the box. Yeah. You, the, the, they don't make tackles. They don't win the ball and then give it to the more creative players. Like, what are they offering? They're yeah. doing absolutely yeah. nothing.
2: I mean, McNair always kind of like starts a game, sort of like he's involved, and <laughs> then he just disappears. Uh, gradually, gradually disappears to be, the extent y- where it just doesn't exist.
1: If, if that's happening all around him as well, though. If he's in the side as well, to be fair. You're playing the side nobody's showing for the ball. Eventually it's going to catch on, isn't it? You're going Aye, to be playing as well. If you're showing for the ball, then nobody else is showing for the ball. And people are hiding, asking for the easy ball, looking for the easy ball.
0: I don't think players he, like kasri though, do. I think they they were showing.
2: Like, I was, had a chat afterwards with a few of the lads and they were kind of saying, didn't think kasri was that great. I thought he had a good game. I thought like he worked hard and you know, fought for the ball yeah. when, you know you know, his final ball was a mixed bag, but at least, you know, like in the first half when he tried that little trick and he tried to get a shot away in his left foot and he mm-hmm. should have squared it at the four. But I thought, you know what? At least he's been positive, he's trying to make something happen, he's trying to take responsibility. And yep. not enough players are taking responsibility in that team. And that's what we need. We need somebody to get hold of the ball and say, right, I'm gonna make an impact on the game. Like you're saying, not there's no, not enough players in the team who want to no. get on it and make a positive impression. At least in Dong, yeah, he wants he wants to go and get the ball off the back four and he wants to try and do something. He wants to try and make something happen. Kazri's trying to buzz around and he might not be in the best form, but he's trying to make something happen. He can at least say what more the same. He's trying to make something yeah. happen. He, he had a couple of dangerous runs, yeah. what more, didn't he? But, you know, the, when, when the others are just offering nothing and the, the ease in which... Players get between the lines against us as well. Like, I mean, we're playing a pretty defensive midfield three as well. It's not like we've got an attacking player in that middle three. We've got three defensive midfielders. Nobody tracks, like, the danger the danger men. We, we had it against Palace at home. Kabai was just like, well, I'm just going to, like, wander around and pick a space and then they'll, they'll know where I am and they'll find me and then I'm going to turn and face goal and then I'm going to... Try and do this, I'm gonna do that, I've got options. Whenever I want because I've yeah, Because I've got so go. much space and happened with Alan at the weekend, there's people just <laughs> running in between the lines and picking the ball up when they've got time. Don't get closed down, they've got to, they've got the chance to think, well, I've got to play the ball inside the fullback back, I've got to have a shot, mm-hmm. I could play it wide again on, on my right hand side. You know, and didn't even get out first gear. He, and he didn't destroyed Mankeo as well. Didn't break sweat until he swapped. Didn't break sweat. Um it's just yeah, it's not acceptable, you know, on 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 any level at the moment. And you can call Sunderland fans fickle, or you can call them, you know, reactionary because of what some of them want rid of the manager. You know, as I said at the start, this isn't about this isn't the start for Sunderland fans. This is this is the end. Yeah, it's a start for Moyes. But we, <laughs> yeah. and people might say, you know, you're saying, no. oh, well, you can't keep on you can't keep changing the manager. You've got to stick with the manager. It's all very well saying that, but yeah. You need, we need see, just we need, be, just because evidence, some other managers
0: have left yeah. doesn't mean that we I'm not just, saying I'm not saying get rid of him neither, now as well or... but that that shouldn't be an argument for keeping I him think, it's, I think no, it, it's, it's
1: almost like a point now where you think we, we're going to have to start accepting we need to stick with the manager even if you go down and just see what he does because it's more money paying a manager off and, it, and it's more just negative as a negative the impact on the club generally, and what kind of players you're going to attract in the future. What kind of a manager is going to accept the job now if you get rid of the manager again? But on that fr- on that front, you know, I'm, I'm almost at the point where I'm thinking, well, if we were going to just accept relegation, I would have rather went down with someone like Gus Poyet, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, because he would have kept a better side. of Given you knew what he was trying to do. And I would have felt confident he would have, probably would have brought us back up, but we didn't. We rolled the dice because we rolled the dice because we wanted to stay in the Premier League. That's what we've done. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's past that point now, though. There's no rolling the dice, so it, it wouldn't it, make a
0: difference now. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's either. gone past. Do you know what? Do you know So now we now
1: we have to. And I think his his history and his CV does does warrant him a, a chance. But I'm just disappointed because I feel like he didn't need to to change things and start again like he has done. He's and done, it, he's and, done and, stuff done stuff with He can't be absolved from blame at all when when yes it's not all his fault but a large part of it is for this yeah. season for
2: he, me. Yeah. it's always a thing with with Moise as well. He gets a few people who said he likes control, he likes control of everything. I don't see I don't see how you can get control by well marginalizing elements of the club you know marginalising players or you know whatever that might be by you know saying certain things about you know the, about the being so open and honest about issues and problems is going to get people's backs up you know not every football sport is realistic so you know if you say realistic things which not only are uh, you know, well, they might be realistic, but they're also damaging. Um, you know, you're not going. You're going to get those people against you. I mean, the, the funny thing is, I mean, again, you were saying about, you know, you'd rather have kept Poyet if we were going to go down and all that. If we'd got relegated last season, Allardyce probably wouldn't have got the England job, would he? And he'd probably still be here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's true irony, yeah. and, and that is, you know, the thing mean, you know, his name as was fantastic. His name being dragged through the mud now fan- because yeah. he
3: would be investigated. So that's another. Thing. As
2: fast as fantastic as that night in May was now, it's it feels like an awful long time away. It feels like a, it feels like ten seasons worth of football's gone oh, yeah, between yeah. then and now. I mean Mitty Gray can, you know, hold that piece of paper and say, look what's changed in 15, fifteen years. You don't have to go back fifteen years, you have to go back five months.
3: Yeah.
2: And that you know, it's it's unbelievable what, what's happened. I mean it's only Sunderland could go from where they have then to where they are now like it's... to winning back so many supporters at the end of last season so many people who felt disillusioned
0: Craig Craig, like Craig Clark <laughs> who's yeah. often on here no, was. I know we all like joke about him yeah. and ev- John West and everything
2: it in a tuna yeah. him.
0: but at the same time he's right though isn't he like how many people last he's not season he's right he's
2: never right how many people <laughs> last
0: season though were, were brought back in thinking we've, we've got a manager who's right for us yeah. Yeah, we've got a good first team. 11 yeah. this, as we've even said tonight this survival isn't a fluke to where we are now And you, you, look, you look at how frightening. how
1: low the bar looks as well watching Borough and Watford yesterday it's not even high but we no. looked, it looks too high for us and like you say the way we finished that season with Ballardyce we wouldn't have had a problem we really wouldn't have
0: we, 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 we were saying it on
1: here like we in... were playing far too well for some of those sides either but the three promoted sides must just, they, they won't be able to be, believe that look how bad we are because totally because those three in most of the seasons would we'll come straight back down
0: I remember last last season not long after the Man City game us us three saying we're probably going to go down because it's too late but there's a good side there and and it was there was a good 11 there and it's from that to us thinking we'll be looking to finish above Burnley and even Middlesbrough and Middlesbrough a shocking
2: I mean we've got West, we've got West Ham and and uh, Hull in the next three games haven't we and we have to get six points from those two games Absolutely, if we want to have an opportunity to stay up, I think if we don't win at least one of those games to give a bit of hope, but we need to win both of them because you can't keep dropping points around the teams You know who are your rivals. We've dropped points to Palace, we've dropped points to West Brom, we've dropped points to Middlesbrough, we've dropped points to Stoke. Um, so they're really going to have to win those games you know if we if we don't beat west ham and then we've got arsenal it's going to be 10 games without a win going into the whole game which is worse than it usually is and in that it is we it usually is. get that win yeah. in october yeah and i don't think and in it would be you know you could be looking at going 10 games with two or three points you know you might as well just you know talking about you know preparing for relegation resign yourself don't bother in january don't bother spending yeah. a penny and keep that money because you'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll need you'll it need to get it, back yeah. up. No, you're right. Because there's no point, or even buy players, say to them, you know, we're going to bring you in, do our best to stay up, but if we go down, we have got we're, we want you here yeah. next it's season. Try and improve your team up. still. Don't write up, but it needs to be somebody who you're going to keep if yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. go down. going to go down, absolutely. I'd rather have a grafter
3: who does well in the Championship and, and average in the Premier League than like someone like... I don't know, like Rodwell, who's just completely dropped off. You know what I mean? He, he, he hasn't even got the work ethic anymore. And when he has, he's he's running in all the wrong places. You know what I mean? So it's it's inspiration, really, what we need. And with our previous managers, you know, Di Canio, Poya, and Allardyce, like it wasn't great under them. But you you always had this feeling that they were capable of inspiring the players, even on a one-off occasion. And with Allardyce, what you were saying there about saying even if we do go down, it looks like we'll grow a good team here because with Allardyce from January onwards. It felt like we were building something, mm-hmm. and I felt mm-hmm. like the results that we saw at the end of the season were like the pinnacle of what we'd built and what we'd improved upon, and that was the result of Allardyce finding his best team, finding how to win, and then winning, eventually winning and staying up. Whereas, whereas with Moyes... He dismantled it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not even a building process, and it doesn't feel like we'll get a one-off victory like we could under De Canio if he shouts in the player's face or whatever, because you look at Moyes, and I know it's not all about character, but I imagine a lot of management is, especially man management, and you look at him and you're thinking, how is he going to inspire... A, a group of millionaires when, when he can't inspire me to, to go to well to so he came game. in uh,
2: came in on after the game on Saturday and I kind of sat, he sat down he was like smiling and that and it was weird it was just like I was thinking do is, is what is this yeah. like it just felt as though he'd kind of he just, it was almost like people weren't willing to ask him questions it was like it was like an embarrassing kind of silence. Yeah. It's like every it was kind of like an elephant in the room. It yeah. was like Who's where's David Moyes? who was on once the is, manager yeah. of like the
3: most famous club in the world what, and Yeah, it was kind mm-hmm. of
2: like what's happened here? And it honestly felt as though I was kinda watching going just don't one, just don't You know what it is, like you, poor, you're a poet in your close proximity, someone like him didn't really have much to do with Al Dyson. and even after He was spiky and you know, but there's something about him he was, you know he, he was like, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that. i is just kind of this weird, like, well, you know, it's just one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. You're like, oh, I just need, I want to, f- I want to feel as though that, you know, I'm going to go at the game and the players are going to go out and play for you. And, like, I just don't feel as though the players, whatever they say, they'll come out and say, oh, you know, the manager's got new ideas and it's going to take time to implement them and all that. It's one of the ideas getting a team on the pitch that's relatively organised with a game plan because you know we're ten games in and we haven't seen that yet. That's why I find it hard to buy into the whole track record at Everton thing that was a long, in, in,
0: especially in football terms, that was a long, long time ago now. Yeah, football S- moves so quickly. Yeah. I mean, S-
2: Martinez took Martinez probably took them on from always in his first season yeah. and then regressed in the second and now season. He, and now he's a joke now, as well. Well, <laughs> like, well in, he's Belgian even, manager. So. Well, there you go, joke. I well, I was a joke and Belgian manager.
0: <laughs> well, do you wish you were a joke and the Sunderland manager as well, though? Yeah, That's a different that. argument. I am interested in the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Who would your assistant be? So what would your coaching Saturday team be? <laughs> Donald
1: O'Shea. Donald O'Shea and Kevin Ball, dream team.
2: Yeah. Bring back Reed and Truxton <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Mitty Gray, he knows what went ah, wrong. I ah, he does, I'm <laughs> sure. £200 scarf, feel <laughs> to motivate all the players. <laughs> in, in the Ferrari? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just come in in his Ferrari, sack a load of people. So we just slug off <laughs> Dude, do around podcast.
2: Podcast. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, doesn't listen, he's blocked us on Twitter. No, <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Sleepless nights there, like... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Dad,
1: if... Happy, if
3: nobody's got anything else, add.
1: We've hit the 35-minute mark, and that's that's the kind <laughs> <our laughs> I opinion. think we've done well yeah. to get 35 that's, minutes. Out that's the bare minimum we look for. When did you bug minutes. out,
3: Chris? It's out now, yes, it was. Uh, it's arrived in Waterstones today. Mm. It's probably closed now, but um, you know, well, get, we'll get yourself down there <laughs> nine o'clock <laughs> tomorrow. Queue outside. You know, it's um, ten pounds good for a christmas present or for yourself you could read it and then give it to someone as a christmas present so i do with my brother every year yeah yeah it's, it's a good, it's good system He <laughs> doesn't either don't worry about it it's a nice bit of escapism though i suppose if you're just depressed with what's going on at the moment um obviously the premise of the story is it covers our six derby victories over newcastle it picks up on the 31st of october 2010 which is anyone remember what that was Thirty-first, yeah, the five-one, five yeah, five-one. One, yeah, it starts on it starts on that day and progresses from there, and it's basically everything from under Bruce in that five-one <coughs> until uh, the last home game of last season against um, Everton, and uh, everything that happens in between. And it's kind of the story covers someone at, who lives in Sunderland, raised in Sunderland, supports the lads, and uh, but not very loyal. He's not very loyal with his support. He's just kind of. You know, he's he's one of those fair weather Sunderland supporters, much like myself, <laughs> at the moment. But um, you know, it's uh, this is this is just kind of like a, a little bit of fun covering the six derby victories over Newcastle, just to wind them up a little bit more. And uh, and Michael Martin loves it, so I'm, I'm delighted. <laughs> <with> that. that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's fair.
1: And maybe the shot on the arm depressed Sunderland mm-hmm. fans' need at the moment, mm-hmm. if, uh, if it's based around beating Newcastle. 16.
2: And also, the uh, of course. Well, it's less than a month now, the 12th of November. Even and, uh, it was a good oh time oh advertising. Like well, that. you know, we, we need <laughs> to because we need to sell some more <laughs> tickets. Yeah. So there's plenty of tickets left. We've sold, well, relatively few actually, but, uh, you know, the, the capacity of the venue's, you know, quite large so we can get more people in if needs be. So get yourself along because, uh, remember, we did do a poll on Twitter and, like loads of people said, do it in Manchester. So, if that was one, if you were them, you haven't bought a ticket, buy one or a will glass you <laughs> when I'm down there, right? So, I'll find you. You'll I'll use the a glass on it, yeah, If are not there, there, well, fine. I'll say I'll go down. If they're in the Manchester area, i do get down early, glass a few people who said they were going to come but didn't. Yeah. do the gig be good just so hold glasses about you never know, know, know chuck do yeah, the bouncy yeah yeah exactly
0: be <laughs> mint <laughs> sing a songs about Steven Taylor and yeah. then Gary Roller world and that Yeah, be great good.
2: be good We mint that that's yeah, what we're so going to do so buy a ticket we're going to do that half time we're going to do with the bouncy <laughs> um, and yeah so come along £10 you can buy them online uh, Love Supreme <laughs> website um, there's a click through link on ours call UK. Uh, guess are uh, Gary Bennett and Nick Barnes You can also get the tickets from the Great Manchester branch um, They've got a load and you can buy them on the buses If you go to the games So please come along because it'll be good crack It was mint when we did it in London like so. No, we'll get drunk, and, get and, have drunk. A, and
0: have a moan about Aye. Sunderland will Talk we have about your new manager's going to be a game
2: by then. We've got four more games before then <laughs> uh, Well I just said we'll be talking about who the new manager's going to be we could, beat, we could beat West Ham Beat Hull Beat Southampton in the cup, we could be in the what well, quarterfinals? Quarterfinals, yeah. Quarterfinals of the cup, and be you know, I've won two games by then. Arsenal. Awesome. Picture it, beat Arsenal at home. That could be the turning point. Yeah. And you could, you know, the the vibe. Imagine the atmosphere, three wins on the bounce and. God in the quarterfinals in the cup the, b- well, the, the bouncy is- through <laughs> the roof <laughs> you know,
1: we, we, we we finish on that like Jonah's side you, you, you need back to back wins now because remember Allardyce come in at the, about this stage and we didn't have a win and he got back to back wins he beat Newcastle we beat Palace away didn't we so yeah. Yeah. you do feel like six or even nine three wins on, on a bounces is, is all we can hope for to save our season we'll be back later in the week for the of the light thanks for listening <laughs>
4: mom